0: what hello everybody and welcome to the rough cut retrospective episode 139 a podcast that talks about movies television pop culture things in the midst of a world literally burning around us if you live in chicago right now me uh i'm your host uh carter sims uh joined today Uh by not Jackson mahurin as he is away on some personal matters. So this week we have a worthy replacement uh in the likes of a one, the only Davy Willen. Hello, sir. Hi, how are you? I'm doing so well. Do you want to hear what my initial intro was gonna be for you that I just kind of like slid under the rug that I didn't use? I would love to. I was gonna go, I'm your host, a 19-year-old boy looking to get out of his shell, Carter Sims. And uh, joined by a thirty-two-year-old who's willing to show me the ropes, <laughs> Davey Weldon.
1: <Willing>. Yes, no, <laughs> that would, that'd be good. I think <laughs> is this a spoiler podcast? Because I think that only works if you really paid attention to the movie.
0: uh yes, we can spoil the movie when we get to it, which I should mention uh, in a minute. Um, actually, I'll do it now. Um, Yes, as I mentioned, if you came to this episode today wondering, what, why aren't we talking about Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Because that's what we teased last week. Uh, but we want Jackson here for that, and Jackson was unable to join this week. So I got I got my boy Davey here to uh, talk about a movie that we both saw this week in the realm of the sex comedy, No Hard Feelings. Um, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Davey literally just got back from the theater, so it yeah. is fresh on the dome. Um, so we're going to talk about that um, and uh, sex comedies and our top sex comedies, which will be uh, well,
1: Carter. What? If you'd rather talk about Scott Pilgrim, I can do a Jackson impression and we can play along. Go ahead and give me your. Jackson I love impression. the Muppets.
0: Okay. I we- love
1: the Muppets and Scott Pilgrim is awesome. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Scott Pilgrim pod. Anyway, the Muppets. I love it. Um, anyway, uh, Davey. Let's uh, let's get into it. Let's go skinny dipping. Uh, tell me something, boy. Tell me something, boy. First and foremost, Davey, what have you been into? We haven't had you on the pod in a while. What have you? What have you been into this week, or just in your life proper? A lot of stuff's going
1: on. Oh, Lost no. the house. Oh no.
0: <laughs> um. Just like the. Actually, movie. I
1: came on the pod.
0: Oh. Yeah. Are you expecting to get a no. paycheck
1: from this, or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The contract I signed. Yeah. Um, no. no what have I been into? Um, I finished Accession pretty recently. Oh, nice. I was a little behind. So I've Been watching with the, the crowd. Nice. But I finished Accession. Um. I have been watching The Righteous Gemstones.
0: Oh yeah. On
1: HBO. Love or sorry, that. Max.
0: Oh yeah. How dare you? First of all. Um.
1: Very funny. yeah Yeah. um sorry zaz um (laughs) but uh it's very funny jenny mcbride great guy um (laughs) do you know there was i told you this before the podcast Uh and i'm gonna i was like i'm not gonna say it on the podcast but i'm gonna say it now (laughs) one of the guys in righteous gemstones was in um no hard feelings
0: and that's why you're here in
1: fact yeah (laughs) the Um, fact, and also (laughs) yeah i got you um And I've been watching, uh, catching up on the four Indiana Jones movies before tomorrow, which is the day oh. before Indiana Jones comes out.
0: Oh, you're seeing it tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. So th- Yes, yes, yes. Thursday. This is a Wednesday. Yeah. It's so my little oh.
1: birthday present to myself is I'm skipping class and I'm going to go watch Indiana Jones on the IMAX.
0: Oh, baby. That's going to be fun. Um You'll have to let us know. How it is. That's what we're doing next week. Spoiler alert. Uh, doing a little indie talk. So that'll be a blast. Um, I had a few things. You need my dog. That'll be a blast. Oh, God. I can't remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I forgot that bit. Yeah. You can a, edit that out.
0: No, <laughs> no, no. That's Dane. This is an unfiltered <laughs> podcast today. Um, what have I been into, Davey? You, uh, asked. Uh, you didn't. Hey, Carter, what know. have you been into? Oh, thanks. Good podcasting. Um, I finished, I actually, um, you know who got me onto this was Jackson. Um I finished The Jinx. Did you ever watch The Jinx on HBO? Um
1: I don't know what that is.
0: Amazing. Uh it's about our boy Robert <laughs> Durst. You know of Robert Durst?
1: Um yes, but let's pretend I don't.
0: Wonderful. Uh he was a real From estate magnate uh in New York. Yeah. Uh he was wanted and for uh, suspected for murder. And this documentary is about uh, that. And then at the end of the documentary, spoiler alert, um, he confesses to it or like they catch him. Wow. It's a real gotcha moment. And uh, it's pretty awesome. So I finished that. Jackson, and I talked about that on our documentaries pod. Check that out. Um, then I went and saw Asteroid City this week. Davey, have you have you checked I, Asteroid City out?
1: I almost did. Because when you were here last week, we did a weird double feature.
0: Yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: I talked about and that I, last week, actually. Okay, yeah. So I almost did another weird double feature, although less weird. It was going to be No Hard Feelings in Asteroid City, oh, but wonderful. the timing never worked out. And I still haven't <laughs> seen Asteroid City.
0: Uh, Yes, Asteroid City was uh pretty good. I enjoyed it. Very meta. Very meta Wes Anderson. Funnier Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, Nice to see some people play in the sandbox we don't usually get to see, like ScarJo and Tom Tommy Hanks. Yeah. Uh, so that was enjoyable. I liked that a lot. Um, Jeff Goldblum played an alien. That was lovely. Um, That's awesome. Tremendous stuff.
1: Um, How is Carell in it? Because this is, this is Carell's first Wes Henderson.
0: Yes. Steve Carell. Yes. And allegedly, I don't know if this is true or not, but he replaced Bill Murray in that role. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, because Bill Murray I heard was that.
1: Like,
0: quote unquote canceled at the time, I think. Um, mm. He was good. He was really funny. He fit right into the mold. I enjoyed him a lot. Everyone was great um so shout out to the. you know who was probably the star though i'm gonna say the breakout performance was jeffrey wright he was tremendous
1: oh yeah wow um, good for him
0: yeah good for him did you ever finish westworld jeffrey wright reminded me of that we watched westworld together but uh
1: we watched the first season together and then you me maddie and oh yeah I feel so sorry if she lame we watched lane yeah we you know? watched the first episode of season two together and then i don't think i watched an episode <laughs> after that <laughs> well, first season needed... was awesome though
0: yeah it was i feel like it fell off the wagon maybe i don't know i think i watched season two i think i watched all of season two never finished
1: that it. and true detective first season's phenomenal true after that true. less phenomenal mm, bummer hey um, i thought this joke um a couple seconds ago like minutes uh-oh. ago and i didn't want to bring it up then and there was no place to fit it in.
0: So you thought now is um, the time?
1: Yeah. I, well, I Perfect. didn't want to waste it. Okay. Uh, sorry to durst your bubble.
0: Oh my God. Um, <laughs> so you're talking
1: about uh, Robbie.
0: Yep. Um, okay. That's all I'm into. Um, let's uh, let's get into it because I love this energy you're bringing right now. So let's uh, let's get into. Uh, that's just your opinion, man. Yeah.
1: Well, you know that's just like. Uh... Your opinion, man.
0: And uh, first and foremost, we're going to talk about sex comedies in a minute and that whole realm, that genre of movie. But first, I want to talk about No Hard Feelings, Davey. Um, yes. Which is a movie you literally just saw, what, um, minutes ago, maybe an hour yeah. ago. Um, First of all, uh, tell me your thoughts. Well, first of all, tell me about your, your theater experience, because you were texting me before and you were like, I'm the only one in the theater.
1: It was awesome i um don't tell anyone this because it's illegal okay. but i did smuggle dr pepper into the theater oh
0: my god so i didn't have
1: to pay for it but then the i was alone for so long and then right before the movie started like last previews these this group of um group of people walked in and really uh harshed my vibe <laughs> you were just so, so excited <laughs> that is this I, I, I saw them they had snacks and i was like they ruined the movie, but they gave me an idea.
0: So you got up and got milk duds and came back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was on like I was in front of so like I left the only two armors that were down were mine, and I left my Dr. Pepper in. And so they just left everything the way it was. I'm sure they were confused. And then I walked back in a minute later with the old Milky Duddies.
0: <laughs> Goodness. Well, I'm so happy for you. Um my theater experience was. Oh wait, wait. Oh, you have more. You have more. I'm so okay. sorry. He has more.
1: <laughs> what is it? During the movie, I thought I finished the milk duds. I thought I, thought I finished the milk duds, and it was great. I was like, yeah, they were good, yay! And then at the end of the theater, as I was throwing them away, I noticed a last milk dud stuck to the bottom of the container. So I had one more <laughs> right before I left. Wow, it was what a like finding a, a, a great... fiver in your pocket.
0: What a great Wednesday for you, man. Wow. Um, It's
1: going well.
0: Man, I was about to say my theater experience was a lot better than yours, but now I'm not so sure. um, Because I did not have Milk Duds. But um, I went to the theater with uh, Lauren and her friend Sarah. We went to see it. Yes. Um, The theater was packed, I will say. Holy theater, like. Straight up full. People were in the front row, like looking up. So good for them. Um Chicago
1: has big old no art feelings fans.
0: That's right, brother. You know what I think it was? I think people were like, we cannot be outside today because uh the, the the world is burning, literally. Um, and you like can't go outside um because it smells like smoke out there. I was texting you yesterday and I was like, I don't know what's up, yeah. but there's smoke in Chicago. And it turns out Canada's on fire again. Um, so yeah. big bummer there.
1: The people were like we have hard feelings about this. And then the movie was like, you can't have hard feelings. And they're like, we'll go see it.
0: Perfect. Yep. Great segue. Um. So yeah, my theater experience was fun. Did you have fun? What'd you think of the movie? Yeah. Did you like it?
1: Part of me wonders if I would have had, I actually, okay, to preface, I really did like it. I thought it was super funny uh-huh. and it worked really well part of me what wonders if i would have had a better time though is if there was a bigger crowd also reacting as opposed to me like totally. chuckling to myself in the front row <laughs> um
0: yeah you just had one of those like under the breath like <sighs> like little laugh like a or... snort i yeah. snort a little were the were <laughs> the three people laughing like were they at least in on the fun or yeah no? they were
1: laughing occasionally they were pretty Good. subdued though Amazing.
0: Um, um yeah our our theater was like laughing chuckling. Lots of giggles. It was a good time. Um, especially in some, some certain scenes. Um, what did you think of, of J-Law in the comedy realm? What did you think about her yuck yucks?
1: I thought I love when dramatic actors do this because good dramatic actors can do comedy really well. Uh uh-huh. And Jennifer Lawrence, I thought she killed it. Like,
0: It's like she, she was, was born to do it. Like, Born to do She comedy.
1: was. Yeah. Some of the my favorite scenes or shots of the whole movie were those long takes and most of them were Lawrence so you had the one where she's like climbing the stairs in her roller skates yes Um. you you have the counterbalance like to the comedic one with the dramatic one when she's listening to him play man-eater on the piano and I also <laughs> thought that saying. was a great take too yeah Um. she just worked super well for me
0: I thought like it was so good because well first of all I think she should do more comedies and I like that I've been yeah. watching interviews with her where she was like yeah I've was offered a lot of comedies in the past and i just kept turning them down uh i'm glad she accepted this one um mm-hmm. and i thought it was just a different kind of i i should say i don't think it works if um her co-lead um andrew barth feldman um it doesn't work if that guy is just like i don't know like ben platt and dear evan hansen you know uh. Um, which is funny because Andrew Barth Feldman played Evan Hansen on Broadway, also. Just a little fun fact. I did not know. That's cool. Um, so I thought he was excellent, and which is like kind so... of his like first major TV, movie role, I think.
1: Yeah. Um, Their chemistry also was so good. Yeah, they, had, they were having fun together.
0: Yeah, like it was so like I went in like kind of a little scared of the premise, I think. Like I've oh. been really itching to get like a good, pretty quality, like raunchy sex comedy, which like we don't really yeah. have anymore, which we'll talk about in a little, in a minute. Um, but like the premise was kind of scaring me a little bit. I like I knew it wasn't gonna get like, you know, like are we gonna cancel this movie type of vibes? Um yeah. but uh but as the movie went on, I just felt like in very like good hands and I actually like found it charming, which was I wasn't yeah, really but- expecting.
1: The first half for me was like all laughs and the second half was I think less funny. Yeah. But it had a heart, it had heart that I thought for the most part worked. I had some problems, but I mean, I'm not watching high art.
0: <laughs> How dare you? I'm
1: watching good art. I like I like it.
0: True. Yeah, I mean there were some there were some bumps in the road, I think. I think I kind of stumbled when like the two of them weren't together. Like I just yeah. enjoyed more so when they were together other than the other than J law by herself or I did like Matthew Broderick and um, I they were know. funny. I don't know the wife's name, unfortunately, but I know she's a Broadway actress too, stage actress, but uh,
1: they got a good cast.
0: Yeah. Kyle Mooney That's... showed up for a minute. That was
1: fun. That was Jody
0: <laughs> throwing the Frisbee. Hey bud,
1: what do you um, want?
0: <laughs> so I actually have a, I actually have a question about that. Um, This is, a, I guess, spoiling. We're spoiling the movie. Um, first and foremost. So at the end of the movie, right, she mm-hmm. decides she wants to sell the house, right? That her like mom yeah. left her. Um, and Kyle Mooney shows up and is like, I raised the property taxes on this house. And she's like, I sold the house. Um, but then she gives the house to her friends. Um mm-hmm. so do they have high property <laughs> taxes now on that house?
1: Yeah, I think inadvertently. <laughs> they got they got a good deal though, so you know. Could use those savings that she got them.
0: Yeah, so uh, uh, for Texas.
1: Yeah, but maybe uh, he's gonna get it undone.
0: Perhaps because he's a good guy. Because Kyle Mooney, good guy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I just thought it was uh, a really lovely movie. What did you think about? Were you shocked when uh when Jennifer Lawrence uh, is nude on the beach fighting uh, three hooligans? That was frontal. Is not
1: what I thought would happen when I see this movie. (laughs) No, <laughs> but I heard she did it. Like she thought it was funny, and so she was like, "Yeah, let's do it."
0: Yeah, as I was walking out, I heard some people going, "Like I could have done without the full frontal," and I was like, "But it was funny. It was funny." Yeah.
1: people, and like she, care. like yeah, she advocated for it. I think, which is interesting. Like it's yeah. tougher. Anyway, it's a weird anyway comedy, sex comedy.
0: <laughs> it's funny because um, so uh, Lauren's friend Sarah, who came with us, was like. Why, why did she get naked? Like, didn't she win an Oscar? And I was like, Do you know when people got naked to win an Oscar? Like, uh, yeah. Anyway, Oscar history. Also, anyway, right? I
1: know. Like, I, I've read people talking about this. Major Terminator vibes. <laughs> major Terminator. Like vibes. when Terminator. <laughs> like when he's. I've read people saying that, and like when she's naked, and like like it's when Arnold's naked and beats up the teenagers. Sure. Yeah. And, and they're like, it gives me that vibes of like.
0: Just the uh the filmmaker's homage to some of the greats, James Cameron, Steven Spielberg, <laughs> yeah, a little Jaws action.
1: Um and that horror shot. Like, yeah, when the,
0: pops up. When the stinger, yeah, when she shows up at yeah. the the pet adoption. Yeah, it was great. So any so anyway, um yeah, I thought this movie was really fun and it just like got me thinking about, which is again this episode's kind of like a last minute thing, but it did get me thinking about like sex comedies and like where they have been, where we are now and like where they're going. So like when I texted you, Davey, when I was like, Do you want to do an episode about sex comedies in Jackson's absence? Um, what did you think? Like, what's your history with like sex comedies? Were you like uh I don't know if I've seen any or like what what was your vibe when you were like sex comedies?
1: Oh I, I either saw them all in high school or really recently.
0: Like old ones? Like were you watching Like I Animal watched House or... um
1: Animal House I think was high school. Gotcha. Um,
0: when you were But like rebellious. recently I
1: watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Knocked Up.
0: Oh nice. So you got kind of on uh, the Apatow kick a little bit.
1: Recently, yeah. Um but like I super bad wedding crashers, 40-year-old virgin role, like high school. So it's either it's that interesting um thing that happens is when you revert to your high school years <laughs> 10 years later.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because I don't know, like I think of like sex comedies as like the rom com's like horny cousin, I think. Mm-hmm. Like we always lament Jackson and I do all the time where we lament that like there aren't any good rom-coms anymore. Um, yeah, which I guess by extension, there are certainly not good sex comedies anymore because of that. I don't know where the audience has gone for rom-coms, whether it's like a uh, a post Me Too thing where where they aren't quite as I mean, if you've seen like Animal House or, or Porky's or, or yeah. American Pie, like those are pretty, uh pretty not PC, quote unquote, nowadays. Um So I think that's a dangerous minefield that they have to play with. And like, how do we make a rom-com or a sex comedy in in the realm where like, it's not like male skewed. And which is also interesting because I think the sex comedies have been predominantly male skewed also. And No Hard Feelings was kind of, I want to say female skewed. Um, I think it really, like I enjoyed it, but I think like both male and female audiences alike will like it. Which I don't think can mm-hmm. be said about sex comedies of the day, like, um, like I don't know. I've never seen Sex Drive or or any of these movies or
1: Seth Green's finest.
0: Yeah, uh, Freddie got fingered. <laughs> Is that a sex comedy? Never seen that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> never also never seen it. Has okay. popped up on my queue yet.
0: <laughs> okay, wonderful. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people aren't coming out to see rom-coms or movies like this because of i don't know the bloated like blockbuster or like sequelization mm-hmm. of things. So I think I it's... read a
1: Seth Rogen interview that talked about this how oh, like it's harder a... to get like a 30 million dollar movie made which is like his wheelhouse of making mid-budget comedies. Yeah.
0: And I th- yeah, like that was his bread and butter like what not even mm-hmm. a decade ago. Um like I think his last one that I can at least off the top of my head that he was like in and like had a big say in was like long shot, which I think maybe you and I saw mm-hmm. that together. Um which, which I one thought shot it's the one where he Charlie's Theron like is running for president. Yes. Um Yeah. That was a good
1: movie.
0: Yeah, like high concept rom coms. I don't think the movie did very well, but I think it just to no. tell tell of the times of like it's hard to get these movies made. So I feel when like when was
1: crazy, we, stupid love
0: like 2011? So, like, oh, 12, that's a- <sighs> 12 years ago. And that's not even like a really a sex comedy. That's just like, just no, straight that's up, just rom com, like, but straight up rom com, which, which tells you, like, if we're not making rom coms, it's hard to make sex comedies. And I think a big part of, we will probably talk about them in our top fives, but a big part of sex comedies is like the Seth Rogans and the Judd Apatow's mm-hmm. in, in the current day, like trying to get those kind of. Um, back in the forefront, and we've had some good ones like I don't know, Blockers. A couple of years ago was pretty, yeah, was pretty solid. Um, last year we had like Bros, so like we're getting oh yeah better with like.
1: Would you count book smart
0: Yeah, I think I'd count smart Um, yeah. so, so I think recently, like where we are now and where we're going with these, I think we're getting back into the raunchy, funny, sex comedy. But we're like bringing diversity and inclusion into it. Yeah, like we had a we had Bros, which was a a predominantly gay centered story. We had Booksmart, which was pretty le- like lesbian skewed, and then you know and later female led female led later this year, later this month maybe Joyride. Oh yeah, That July. Oh yeah, um, and I mean, Bottoms and Bottoms, which I'm really looking forward to, which are both female led and Bottoms is is female uh, uh lesbian skewed so i'm really looking forward to that and the direction we're going and i think it's a good time to uh get the sex comedy going again and uh in honor of that Davey i think that we should go and tell the people our top 5 uh sex comedies um so Can let's go hop- first? Yeah, let's top over to The List Is Life
1: list is an absolute good the list is
0: life and um i'll i'll let you kick it off and you know whether these are like five to one ranking uh they're probably arbitrary if you had trouble ranking them but
1: yeah we both I'm just gonna say five. two things yeah oh. go ahead go ahead yeah these are not in any specific order and i'm not going to include no hard feelings even though i really really liked it just because i wanted to talk about something else
0: yeah, you're a good podcaster. Good list making. I love it. Well done.
1: Um, So you can't say sex without Josh Peck. So that's why my number one movie is the Drake and Josh movie. <laughs> um, No, um, I hope you're the serious. Of- oh. <laughs> I wish the um, no, movie is sexless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a crime. Um, Nickelodeon really yeah. fumbled the bag there.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> My top movie on the list is 40 year old virgin. Oh, you're starting
0: from the top? Or you just, oh, it's in no order. Well, so.
1: there's no top. Yeah, there's okay. no order. So the first one, I'm just 40 year old virgin.
0: Okay, this is great. Let's talk about this together. We talked about having overlap because this is also on my top five. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, was
1: this, what year was this?
0: 2005,
1: right. maybe? So that's like right around the office starting. So Steve Carell is just either getting there or this got him there.
0: Yes, this was his big, like, quote, breakout role, having been like, you know, on the Daily Show and and Second City and Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, Yeah, this was Steve Carell's big coming out party. You know what I've learned? Not recently, but what I've learned about Lauren, which is maybe her, maybe a red flag on her part. uh, If she's listening, love you. Um, She can't stand Steve Carell, which I think is an abomination. Okay.
1: So um, was her first experience with him dinner for schmucks? Because if so,
0: (laughs) if so, I get it. (laughs) No, she like hasn't watched The Office because she just like can't stand Steve Carell's voice. And I was like, wow. Okay, well then you're not going to like the office.
1: <laughs> yeah. That is. Ooh, that's but an yeah. interesting take. I've never heard someone hate his voice before. Yeah.
0: I was like, Steve cross, like one of the nicest guys in, in Hollywood and the funniest and the, and the loveliest. I love him so much, but anyway,
1: pretty rude. Pretty yeah.
0: Rude. Anyway, but, uh, you know, has she a,
1: seen 40 year old virgin?
0: I almost a hundred percent. am going to say no. Um, <laughs> and I'm also going to hundred percent say that I don't think she'd enjoy it. Um, this is an interesting one because I feel like, of at least of my list, like I don't know the last time you watched the Forty Year Old Virgin, but there are some things that definitely don't particularly age well <laughs> in the Forty Year Old Virgin.
1: But, they have an eBay store.
0: True, and that's the whole. <laughs> that's all. That's that's all. That's bad. <laughs> um, obviously, there's some, um, you know, misogynistic kind of racist mm-hmm. things in it, but i had to include one of these like of the apatow camp because i i feel like it's just like a sign of the times of, of what they were and i think it still does hold up for better or worse like i still enjoy myself and 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 laugh when i watch it because it's just absurd and ridiculous um the chest waxing scene especially uh um, oh yeah i go back to that just like on youtube all the time it's uh it's wonderful um yeah, what else do you what else do you like about 40 year old Virgin Boss Man?
1: It's <clears throat> um it's from an era where Jeppita was like I I I just don't think he's I think he's fallen off a little bit. Um
0: You didn't watch the bubble? <laughs> I think
1: he's fallen off a little bit. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, um so this was like in his like heyday, and this is I don't know, mm-hmm. it's just so absurd and they play into it so well. And you could tell everyone's having fun, all playing just like
0: a lot of improv, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, his whole crew of like weird sex creeps who work at the store, but like I don't know, Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen, they're all hilarious.
0: Yeah, and um, and then you have like all the little sidebar, like then you have like Jonah Hill, who's not Jonah Hill yes. yet. You know, Kevin Hart, who's not Kevin Hart yet. I all forgot these, it. Wow. Um, Leslie Mann, who I don't know mm-hmm. if he, she, yeah, she's his wife at the time. Uh, Judds. But yeah, it's Jane like, Lynch is in that, right? Oh yeah, and Jane Lynch is like the store manager at the mm-hmm. or works at the store. Just all these people that like weren't big at the time, but have gotten big. So it's fun to go yeah. back and see them like in their infancy. And again, it's fun to like. I think what Judd does best, which I haven't checked out many of his recent like directed stuff, but what he used to do best was create the environment for them to just play in. And then then let him go. Like I feel like he would always try to write mm-hmm. the drama, and then like we'll make it funny. So yeah, and I feel like forty.
1: Like, that's yeah. I was just gonna say that's what I like about his films too. Is like his earlier stuff is really funny and sometimes super like obscene and ridiculous, but it's also grounded in like an emotional way. Yeah, like that the... I think is really endearing yeah like
0: later in the like he gets like he has like this is 40 and like i love you Mm -hmm. man and these movies like this like where he gets kind of into to dirtier details funny people is a really dark one which comes out like four years later i think um so yeah this was the this is the only judd apatow directed one i have on my list um but i have some where he's like tangentially uh, involved um later down the road but um That's great. Um, Age of Aquarius, big fan. Uh, Dawning at the Age of Aquarius at the end. Yeah, good stuff.
1: Great song. Yep. Um, You can play that movie in recess, schools out.
0: True. True. Um, Okay, that's great. Um, We both overlapped there. Um, So I'll go ahead and say that was my number five then. I'll put it there just for fun um all right then what do you got for but actually i'll be honest it was my number two so i'm gonna go ahead and say that
1: yeah um well i I chose this one okay go no i chose the first one you can choose next
0: oh okay um wonderful my number five is uh maybe a hot take um but i wanted to like have some fun list making and just like kind of go balls to the walls um apatow's not really involved in this but it's like very apatow influenced it's more Rogan influenced Rogan and Goldberg. Um yes oh I threw in to have an animated movie on here Davy.
1: No you don't oh, agree yeah.
0: I have sausage party at my number five and I'll <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. First of all, did you did you see this in theaters first and foremost.
1: <laughs> I I think a hundred percent I saw it in theaters. Amazing. I remember you, me and our friend and niece Texting yes. about how it was Mankin afterwards. Alan Mankin, the Disney guy who did oh, the, <laughs> the that song. ridiculous song.
0: So I actually, maybe you were with us, but I do. I just fully remember Denise being there. Um, but we went to the movie. We saw this. Um, and there's a particular scene at the end of this film um, <laughs> where all of the food have a giant orgy. Right. You with me? Sex comedy. Sex comedy. Um and I have to tell you, this was one of my most memorable theater experience because people were screaming, literally <laughs> screaming, like out of horror, sheer horror in the movie theater, because this is a pretty extended orgy sequence. I'm not <laughs> going to sugarcoat it. Um, it's absolutely absurd. Um, so I just wanted to throw an animated, really absurdist comedy in here, because I think also as dumb as it is, it's also kind of smart. Um <laughs> I, yeah, I like it. Crazy to say about just like food, just like you know, it's learning that the we eat them and they're they're dying. They think they're going to the afterworld when they get bought, um, but they just die. Um, and it's just a great cast: Seth Rogen, Kristen Wiig, Nick yeah. Kroll, is a douche. Like, come on, that's uh, that's genius stuff. Um, James Franco's head food existential himself.
1: crisis.
0: Yeah, it's great. Michael Sarah plays a little a little wiener, right? It's a uh, oh yeah, it's Man. a really stacked cast. Edward Norton plays a bagel, so like you know it's <laughs> um, you know it's a lot of a lot of again, there's a lot of racist undertones there, but not at the expense of anybody. They're in on the joke. Like Bill Hader is playing like a Native American, like
1: oh yeah, I don't
0: even know what he what he is. That's wild, but he's playing, He's doing a Native American voice and. Like They know that it's not okay, and they're in on it. So I just really enjoy uh, this movie. I actually kind of like it. I would rewatch it today. I'll say that. Um, Do it. I will. I'm going to turn this off right now. We're going to stop at two yeah. movies, and we'll call it a day. Um, but yeah, I just had to put it on here because it's of the five that I have on here, the most memorable theater experience. And probably the only one I saw in a theater is on my list, if that. Spoils, yeah, to my list, but um,
1: wow, yeah,
0: I got Sausage Party uh, at my number five. Wonderful, um, Davey, back to you for your second pick.
1: Shockingly, also an animated movie, <gasps> really? It's an, it's not Sausage Party, um, Emperor's New Groove is a
0: <laughs> god, you're
1: killing um, it. I am. I'm... Thriving wedding crashers,
0: yes. This was uh, an honorable mention for me. I was almost gonna put it on. Um, tell me about it. Wedding crashers,
1: um, it's hilarious about Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. Uh, um,
0: we don't talk about <laughs> they Owen go Wilson to crash and they go and crash weddings,
1: <laughs> they go and crash weddings. Well, they, they go and crash weddings to find girls to sleep with, mm-hmm. yes. And it uh, it's, it's funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wedding Crashers, um, I'm glad you brought that up. That's like, not Judd, uh, is it? No, I think it's... Um, I, don't, I don't know. Like uh, It's David Dopkin. What What else has David Dopkin done? Oh, David Dopkin has done the change-up. Um, oh. You've seen Shanghai Nights?
1: I have. Nice. I've seen in Shanghai Noon.
0: Well, he didn't do Shanghai Noon. Um, well, sorry about it. But he did do Fred Claus, which... Uh, it's just. Terrific. I might have
1: seen.
0: <laughs> Oh, I've seen Fred Claus. Um, <laughs> I want to make that clear. Um, but yeah, this is written by Steve Faber and Bob Fisher. I don't know their work. Oh, we're the Millers. Nice. Okay.
1: Oh, that's also a funny movie. Um, oh, it, but it's just. There's a time, and this was a uh, one of the high school movies for me, so I watched it in high school. Also, 2005. Um, yeah. Wow, I yeah, so I, I didn't see it when it came out. I wasn't in high school that I watched it. Anyway, <laughs> later on, I'm not that old. Um, but I there's a time when you just need really irreverent gross humor, like oh, yeah. when you're in the mood, it really hits and Wedding Crashers is just full of I mean, it's unfortunately super like misogynistic, like women sex, that's for us. Yeah. But they also it's it's a little funny.
0: I mean, it is like you can unapologetically say that, like, you know, as bad as the humor is, you have to look at it through the lens of 2005 where, you know, we didn't know any better. You know, you watch The Hangover now and, you know, that's
1: Mm.
0: messed up, too. But, you know, it was 2010 or 2009, whatever it was like wedding crashes is hilarious. And like Will Ferrell's there for like throwing a thousand for like 10 minutes of screen time. He's tremendous. Christopher Walken, you got. It's uh, oh, yeah,
1: it's great. I, I should sure, I sure remember. It's Bradley Cooper, who, Bradley Cooper, who plays like the weird brother in law type character. Yeah,
0: the asshole. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. It's super funny. Um, yeah. Party, I wish there was an crashing. easier way to describe. Like some of the funny scenes without just sounding gross. <laughs>
0: we'll give it a shot <laughs> and then we'll say,
1: well, isn't there the scene where like the grandma in wedding crashers? Mm hmm. Like he goes, anyway, it's like a sex joke. It's like, oh, sex with an old lady. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Get in, it's funny.
1: Yeah. Uh, but it, it it really does play though. That's the thing. It sounds dumb and just stupid when I say it, but it plays on screen.
0: It does. It plays. And like it's a great concept, you know, just guys crashing mm-hmm. weddings and then one like, you know, starts to fall in love and they both start to settle down. And you know, it has a happyish ending. You know, they they find the ones that they've been they've been looking for and they all crash weddings together. It's great.
1: It's wonderful. You say it's a great concept. Uh, how did you and Lauren Uh
0: At a bat mitzvah. No. Um, <laughs> That's but we should. Sequel. But we should write the bat mitzvah sex Crash. comedy.
1: <laughs> yeah. to t- Us two are the people qualified to do that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh man. We'll get Lauren's input. Um, tremendous. Yes. I almost put Wedding Crashers on here too. It's just a movie that like does so much in the first like ten minutes great opening montage where they're all just crashing the weddings and you're like, yeah, this is great. I'm in on this. It's wonderful. So I'm on board with you, Wedding Crashers. Um, Beautiful.
1: I also have an honorable mention for Uh, later. Oh,
0: oh, okay. Wonderful. Yeah, I have a few honorable mentions, but maybe it'll come up. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a ranked. Who's to say? Um, My number four then, Davey. Um,
1: What number is this actually?
0: My number four. I'm going in order. Okay. Um, Although it's 40-year-old Vorge is my number two putting that out there sausage party is My number five, my number four uh, is a movie. I think this came out 2011, 2012 range, and it's not no strings attached, but it's friends with <gasps> benefits. Yes. Um, so
1: what did you, what? Uh, So to be honest, I've uh, only seen one of them and I don't remember which one I saw. If I saw friends with benefits or no strings attached.
0: All right. Friends with benefits is the Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis one. Yes. Have you seen that one? Do you still not know?
1: I'm pretty sure it was. I'm, man, I think it was Portman and Kutcher. Okay, I think it was Portman and Kutcher, but it very well could have been Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. Well,
0: let me assure you that Friends with Benefits is the better of the two. I'll go ahead and and Friends with
1: Benefits is the one with
0: (laughs) Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake.
1: Yes. Um,
0: You know, just your, just your classic. Uh, well, first of all, this movie really works because it stars two people that I just am really fond of. In just like life, I adore Mila Kunis. I think she's really funny and a great leading comedy actress. I love Justin Timberlake mostly because of his music, but I just like seeing his screen presence at times, although hit or miss. Uh, see the Love Guru, um, but um, major hit, yeah. And uh, you know, just about uh, you know, these two people who you know they think it's going to be easy to just have add sex to the friendship. Um, but guess what, Davey? They discover that however physical they get, it really does lead to some complications. They start to like each other a little bit. So um, I know, I know, it's just uh, just really fun starting two charming people. There's like a really sad through line in the center. Uh, where Timberlake's dad is like suffering from Alzheimer's. Uh, so there oh. is that in the middle of this movie, which kind of throws some levity onto it all. Um, which makes it more than just like an irreverent. You know, I'm gonna fuck you comedy. Sean White's in this, by the way. Just learned that. Forgot that. Plays himself.
1: Um <laughs> your your description is my favorite. Alzheimer's provided the levity. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean White was just there.
0: And Sean White's there. Also, a great opening sequence because Justin Timberlake is getting dumped by Emma Stone, and oh, uh,
1: this—that's early for her. And
0: Mila Kunis is getting dumped by Andy Samberg uh, in the opening sequence. And that's how too.
1: good for them. That's a funny cast.
0: Yeah, and then like that's like they're there for like five minutes, and then they're they're gone. Um, so it's just really funny setup. Really great premise and uh i just have fun watching it i haven't watched it in a while too so i'd like to uh i'm gonna do that right after this
1: well carter instead of this you should instead of that you should watch friends with benefits
0: hey oh damn it that's what i just described
1: um wait uh, no (laughs) strings attached
0: (laughs) oh god the kutch man justice for natalie portman did you hear her husband like cheated on her slander
1: her ballerina husband
0: yeah bullshit oh Anyway, um, that's my number four. Uh, what about you, Davey? What's your, your third film you're listing today?
1: I realize I do have a favorite, and I'm going to save that for the last. Okay, but it wonderful. is third on this list that I currently have in front of me, but okay. I'm changing it. Um, number three. Um, wait, I forgot. Sarah Marshall in Forgetting Sarah Marshall.
0: Hey-o! <laughs> Tremendous. Davey, this is my number one.
1: It's so good. I This is one of the ones I saw recently because I had been hearing for a long time how like insanely funny it was mm-hmm. and I just hadn't seen it. And so I finally, I sat down and watched this and knocked up a movie that didn't make my list. Um, <laughs> great double feature though. Also I've heard, yeah, it was a great double feature. Um, very funny, but I think forgetting Sarah Marshall is, uh, it was easily better. It was so good.
0: Yeah. I, um when we did our, I felt like kind of, snaky putting this on here because we did a, a long time ago we did our top rom-com episode Um mm. and I also had it there Um not what as was number one. one? I don't think oh, I can't remember I feel like I put I think I put like some like it hot on there I think I was feeling saucy mm. and was like yeah let's do this <laughs> Um or Jerry Maguire can't remember which one I did but um yeah I forgot getting Sarah Marshall on there for the same reason it's one that I always come back to it's just so funny i think it's the all-star cast and you know i'm not a big jason siegel guy or ever like was i don't think i never watched time at your mother so i like wasn't on like yeah the siegel train but he's really great in this movie i like that he you know wrote the whole thing it's an example of like it's an apatow adjacent one right he, yes like, produces it, it- mm-hmm. um but like he's so good at like grabbing people that are like the it people and like going and letting them cook and doing their own thing like steve carell jason siegel um pete davidson in 2020 which you know whatever you can say about pete davidson but he's like amy schumer train wreck also like he's good at just like grabbing who the funny people and letting them like do their own thing and he just kind of shepherds them in Um, also
1: Rudd works in every one of his movies and it's great Paul Rudd is awesome. He's great in this
0: movie, too. As uh, What is it? Kuna? Konu? Yeah,
1: the stoner surf instructor. Yeah,
0: you sound like Um, you're from London. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's great stuff. Um, I also
1: love Kristen Bell as the villain. I think she does a super good villain. And she's not even a villain in a traditional sense because her monologue at the end to Jason Mm -hmm. Segel... Yeah. Super touching. Um and super like you connected with her but she was still seeing her play someone who's like the not like overly sweet nice person like in good place or um Definitely. what was a detective show she did?
0: Uh Veronica Mars.
1: Yeah, seeing her play like a villain is super fun. Gossip Girl.
0: The voice of Gossip Girl, of course. Oh. <laughs> um, my hero. Yeah, truly. Um you bring up a good point. I'm also just realizing I have two Mila Kunis movies on my list, which I'm not apologizing for. Um but um i think you bring up a good point that like it's one of those movies where like i don't think there's a clear cut don't date this girl vibe between the two women like Mm -hmm. usually when you watch these movies there's an obvious like oh that's the one he's supposed to end up with and that one's yeah like her 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 evil is like subtle and like not like Mm
1: -hmm.
0: apparent and uh and just hilarious. And and any movie set in Hawaii is okay in my book, also, I'll say that. Um, just go with it being one of those. Just a just a wonderful, lovely movie. Sandler Hive Rise Up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, fun premise. Dracula the musical is awesome. Um, I love all that. Yeah. Again, Bill Hader um, in there for a minute, Jonah Hill, Jack McBrayer lot of fun people in this moment. oh yeah uh um, man yeah great cast
1: <laughs> i wh- one of the cutaways that was super fun was when he was like t- jason siegel's sad on this hawaiian island at this resort and mm-hmm. one of the employees could tell he said he's like hey do you want to help me prepare the luau for tonight and uh, the pig roast and then it just cuts for like 10 seconds to jason siegel being forced to kill this pig and like hating it and it is the funniest seed because it's so real like i also would panic but i don't know it's, it's great awesome
0: scene. um i yeah it's it's uh it's just wonderful i think the only thing that might age poorly is just the russell brand of it all um but he's great in this movie but yeah. his politics are funny. her suspect uh these days um and also jason siegel penis twice can i yeah
1: i was gonna tell you i have a story to tell about that
0: oh great i love where this is going <laughs>
1: yeah it's really good so i was listening to i was watching a video mm-hmm. and it was an interview with bill lawrence the creator of scrubs Cougartown, um co-creator of ted lasso mm-hmm. and of shrinking um and this so when he was shrinking with Siegel, they wanted like an old gruff man and bill lawrence was like oh i live in the neighborhood with harrison ford um like i'm his neighbor relatively mm-hmm. so he got in contact with harrison ford was like hey we want you for the show um, it'll be you and Jason Siegel, and then Harrison's like who's Jason Siegel? and then so Bill's like oh he's an actor here's some of his movies and Jason just gets a text later that says like watch the movie it was nice nice penis <laughs> <laughs> from Harrison That's Ford great.
0: oh man if Harrison Ford complimented my penis like mm-hmm. I could die a happy man wow yeah how do you how do you think he thinks it feels about you know people everyone has seen his penis Way to give yourself up as an actor! I love it. Yeah, um,
1: him and Jennifer uh, Lawrence, are really true. American heroes.
0: The only two that have done it.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> terrific. Oh uh, yes, that is uh, that's my number one. Um, I just adore that movie. It's great, and I think it's because it just the two female leads at the center, are just two people that I'm really fond of. Also, mm-hmm. so. Uh-huh. Um, and shout out bad moms, which uh they uh oh yeah that's another two return to later and Catherine Hahn also, just wonderful. So there's a third that. one? Is there a third one?
1: Yeah, or I read it's gonna up? No, I think this is actually real. I'm pretty oh, sure okay. there's a third one, but it's involving the moms who were like the grandmas, the ones who oh, were in uh, Bad oh, 2.
0: Like a little uh like a little daddy's home
1: action yeah. where the dads but... of the dads show up mm-hmm. in the one.
0: Oh, I love that. That's fun. I haven't seen a bad mom's Christmas actually. So
1: it's, Oh, that's the one they're in. It's good. They're fun.
0: Okay. Wonderful. Um, well, that was my number one. So I'm going to actually just jump back to you for your fourth one. And then, uh, I'll give mine fourth and then you can, or my last one. And then you can wrap up with your last one. How's that sound?
1: That sounds great.
0: Amazing. What is your, um, uh, fourth film, sir?
1: You were shocked about the number of Mila Kunis films on our list combined today. Oh, let's go. Um, so Black Swan, the hangnail scene—true, um, so romantic. So number four is super bad. Oh, nice. Not a, not a Mila Kunis movie. I just had the to...
0: No, but I thought you were about to say Ted for a minute, so I was. I was getting a little. Ted
1: antsy. actually, I thought about it, um, and then you know, I quickly said no. It's uh, it's
0: not bad, you know, for what it is. It's fine. Seth MacFarlane was big, man. Wow. Um. Yeah.
1: Anyway. I still yeah. hate Flash Gordon. True. Sorry.
0: Anyway. Um, super <laughs> um, Superbat's great.
1: No Flash yeah. Gordon. Um it's again, it's this very like relatable like high school stuff that like and but it's like high schoolers like, oh, they have to learn how to party. And then they end up I don't know. It's Low stakes. Irreverent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it seems high stakes um, if you're in the you know, a, in the shoes.
1: And I think it can it pulls you in. So it is like high stakes. Like they have to get the beer for this party. The cops are, <laughs> and then like, they get arrested and the cops are weird. Um, and then like, it's all about love and it just works.
0: Yeah. It's another like Apatow adjacent, right. Where he, mm-hmm. where he lets like, lets him cook. Although it's Greg Matola who directed it, who did adventure land. Also a movie I still need to see. Um, it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we Jackson and I obviously talked about this. A lot in our super bad episode. We did a whole episode on this movie. So we obviously oh, we obviously love this movie. Um yeah, I mean, my I just gotta say, my favorite part of this movie is Bill Hader and Seth Rogan. It's easily they're phenomenal. Like, easily the best part of this movie. Um, and they're not like not even at the center of I guess at the end, they're at the center of the quote sex comedy of it all, where they come in and tell McLovin that they're sorry they blocked his cock. Um <laughs> just tremendous stuff.
1: Um the gun scene is incredible. Yes, where they're shooting the yeah,
0: all the McLovin and the cop stuff is is just tremendous. But yeah, at the heart of it, it's you know Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah's just friendship and relationship going into college, and you know they have to they're gonna go to one one awesome party before they go to college, and you know they have to bring the beer. They they bring it in the they bring it in like the <laughs> uh, the laundry detergent bottle or something. <laughs>
1: Well, one thing I like about that movie is it wasn't like a lot of this is Jonah Hill is in um much different shape now, but he was a little bigger back then, and mm-hmm. they weren't afraid to let him play like not just the comedic role but also give him like actual stakes with like the romance, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that
0: was way too. A lot
1: of the movies back then just like the fat guys are the funny guys, and that's all they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jonah Hill. Anyway, that was super serious for a super bad take.
0: No, that was great. Um, and I also it's, love. it's this, amazing. Yeah, just like really early Emma Stone, you know, mm-hmm. just great, uh, just great stuff. Joe Lo Joe Truglio, is that his name? Uh, yes, nine nine guy. He's like? I'm sorry, we will be hard. talking
1: about him, and that's not a joke.
0: Oh good. Oh boy, exciting. Um, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a really great movie. I don't know what to say about that. Well, lots and of, and I guess I'm
1: it honest. still is like persisted in culture too like i see the mclevin meme still just yeah. like people who have like- it's
0: it's a movie that stood the test of time for sure and i think it's aged pretty well too you know there's a few mm-hmm. there's a few things here and there that might be like oh you know but uh you know it's, it's it's pretty it's pretty good on that front so of
1: my list i think it's the one that's still most relevant if not just for like the ridiculous like mclevin picture yeah
0: Oh mclevin so good like Muhammad, relevant. muhammad's the most <laughs> the most common name in the word? <laughs> uh yeah see it's the most quotable one of all of them um so yeah great pick i love super tremendously go check out our episode on super if you're listening um my final one Davey. i didn't not think that this was going to be the one that i would talk about last but hilarious that it is oh boy I can't, um, I can't
1: talk about sausage party again
0: <laughs> there should be a sequel um, I guess they opened the door for a sequel, actually. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't think you've seen this one, and maybe not a lot of people have. Um, but mine—it's technically my number three. Uh, but my number three is a little movie called Risky Business, Davey. Um, this is a—you know what Risky Business is? I'm assuming. Yes. No.
1: Risky Business—that is it. Tom Cruise. Yeah.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. Do you know the plot of this Oh, thing?
1: Okay. I have seen it because <laughs> on I was last year I was traveled to Denmark and on the way home I was like, I'm gonna have a nice little rom com day with the movies oh, they have on the screen. Nice. Yeah. So I watched Ten Things I Hate About You. Great one. I watched Crazy Stupid Love. Great one. And then I was like, risky business, that's a rom com, right? Mm, not <laughs> in the Yeah, it's sort of <laughs>
0: in the um
1: uh, I was I to, not expecting it.
0: Yeah, I wanted to throw one in here that was kind of zany and maybe not uh a sex comedy in the traditional sense. Um Yeah. That came out in the 80s obviously, kind of in the heyday of the sex comedies. Um but this one's a little different and just a little wonky. Um it stars Tom Cruise as uh this this high school kid. Uh it like follows like his his sexual exploits if you will. Um, while his parents are on vacation um, It's kind of Tom Cruise's like Big breakout star making role um, mm-hmm. So his parents go away It's a typical story Davey Parents go away <laughs> He decides to have some fun you, you know he gets drunk He does the old rock and roll thing Sliding across the floor in his undies In his pink shirt Does all that um, But then he's like let's up the ante His friend hires him a prostitute Shows up to his door Turns out to be a man but the man leaves him the number of a female prostitute calls that prostitute. Uh, she comes over, they have sex all night. That's the sex part, Davy. Um, <laughs> um, hijinks ensue. They mess up the parents' car. Yes. So <laughs> the, the obvious progression of how to make up the <laughs> money to pay for the car. Um, <laughs> Cruz opens up a brothel in his parents' house to raise the money to fix the car. Mm-hmm um it's just absolutely ridiculous but i find that sex party yeah but i find that funny um yeah it's very funny i wanted to throw it in here because it's an outrageous film it actually is pretty good um to uh i think it's uh it's like he's like it's also like i'm trying to be an entrepreneur and it turns into like something like that also yeah it's just really funny and ridiculous. Rebecca de Mornay uh, stars as the, uh, the female prostitute. Um, it's obviously an iconic film for the, uh, the, the old time rock and roll dance, of course, but uh, yes, a lot of heart in here, a lot of really graphic sex. Also, if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I uh, earlier when
1: you were like, Oh, this is a good, this is like actually a good movie. I like, nodded because i forgot it was a vi- this was just an audio only format so i was like nodding along and no one can see that oh, but not even you. Ir-
0: let the record show davy agreed with me
1: um i did and it's great um, and also, also it takes
0: place in chicago in the suburbs so it does Shout out to that yeah
1: i feel anyway. like biz like when tom cruise has to act like a businessman when he's running the brothel i feel like that's how he acts in his everyday life <laughs> with like the scient the people locked in his scientology basement
0: listen you have to fund mission impossible nine um i'm gonna
1: jump off everest
0: yeah it's gonna be great um so yeah and i just wanted to get some tom cruise in here because as i mentioned i brought tom cruise up in our rom-com episode for jerry Maguire, but i had to bring Mm. him up for sex comedies too so um risky business at number three i'm gonna recap my list and then throw to you if or do something else to say on risky
1: business no, I was going to say I can't wait for the spy week when we talk about oh,
0: um, Mission Possible. Yeah, where we talk about night and day. Um, yep. um. So my number five, Sausage Party. Number four, Friends with Benefits. Number three, Risky Business. Number two, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. And number one, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Davey, you can now tell us what your favorite sex comedy is, brother.
1: My favorite... All time sex comedy, and one of my favorite comedies of all time is Wet Hot American Summer.
0: Let's go! I forgot. And shameless plug. About
1: also, the TV shows too. Oh, they're I great. Think they're very good.
0: They're 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 great uh, additions uh, to the lore of Wet Hot American Summer. Um, tell the people about Wet Hot American Summer because I feel like not a lot of people know about what it is. Maybe by like urban myth or legend what yeah. have you but um it's it's really good so give them a little
1: background wet hot american summer is a sort of satire of sex comedies like mm-hmm. teen sex comedies and summer camp movies like the horny like oh i go away to camp and i made a lot of single people with comedies <laughs> nice <laughs> you're on the mark As there are uh Davy William, good description guy mm-hmm. um so wet hot american is satiriz- satirizing that um by looking horny and weird teenagers on the last day of their summer camp and their camp counselors yes
0: um and it's it's really funny because and i think it's just it's helped over time because it stars all of these people that yes turned out cast- to be Oof. something and uh At the time, they weren't anything, um, which is why this legacy Mm -hmm. has definitely endured. Do you want to list off some of the the cast members for him?
1: Yeah, I mean, the most famous person is H. Sean Benjamin. Of course, Um,
0: yeah. Of Archer fame, yeah.
1: uh, Well, Archer and Bob's Burgers. Don't cut him down. And he he plays the can of beans in Wet Hot American (laughs) Summer, which sounds made up, but is actually his voice role. He's a voice actor who plays a sentient can of beans who talks to the war veteran cook
0: Christopher Maloney.
1: Yes. The the second most famous guy. Yes. Of Law and (laughs) order fame.
0: Of course. Um, But in
1: reality, it's people like Paul Rudd, Elizabeth Banks, um, Bradley Cooper, who were the huge breakout stars. Yes.
0: And then you, I mean, Amy Poehler, Molly. Oh, I forget. Oh yeah. Um, you know, all these Jolo Truglio, who we mentioned earlier, um,
1: Brooklyn Nine Nine,
0: yeah, all these people who like are just kind of Anthony M- Michael Black, e- Michael Ian Black.
1: That's Michael Ian Black, and um, the other one is M- another Michael, yes, Michael Little something, Michael. Oh. and then David Wayne,
0: Michael Showalter, yeah, yes, Michael Showalter, um, and you got David Hyde Pearson there, Janine Garofalo also, mm-hmm. so. You know, just a really fun romp. I think it's is it on Netflix still? All the like um...
1: the the movie, I don't think is, but the shows were Netflix produced. Gotcha. Um, so the shows still are. I don't think the movie is.
0: Gotcha. They they brought this back. All the cast returns, um, except Bradley Cooper, who is um. Br-
1: he comes back in the show in the first season for a little bit. And I can't remember if he makes a cameo in the second version. Yes. Um, it, no, I think he's replaced by Adam Scott.
0: That's right. And they don't even acknowledge it, which is no. also
1: hilarious. Um,
0: so it's just, uh, it's just really funny. Um, yeah. It's a complete satire, depraved, really ridiculous, but it's absolutely uh wonderful you should check it out and then check out all the following is it first day of camp and then 10 years it's first day of camp and then and years later
1: um and they most if not all of them come back even for a little bit in the shows Mm -hmm. um and carter you forgot to mention superstar and star of my other favorite franchise mighty ducks the wonderful marguerite moreau quack quack
0: quack Quack. are you coming back for the mighty ducks
1: episode It's when, when. time and place, baby.
0: I don't know when. (laughs) I'm here. I don't know when we'll do that. But you still uh, haven't seen D three. That's true. Um, I'll get to it. It's on Disney Plus.
1: And the show, which only has one season with Emilio Estevez, uh, gonna get him back for season two.
0: Sorry. Yeah, she's in in Free Willy too. Hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Anyway, um, I just love this movie because it's so absurdist. Yes. Like it's so like silly and so fun uh, which is kind of David Wayne's like MO like he just makes silly goofy absurd comedies yes. um
0: i will say on um on Jackson's behalf uh he'll probably he probably i don't know if he likes wet hot american summer or hates it but i feel like if you like bonnie python or if you like airplane
1: mm-hmm. uh
0: you'll enjoy wet hot american summer um same same vibe i would say Uh, I also
1: love one thing that sometimes it's done in like every comedy movie, especially like we're talking about Judd Epic movies have the emotional core where like there's some emotional moments where the characters like fight and then get back together. And it's usually how they end. Mm -hmm. Wet Hot American Summer does not have that emotional core in any meaningful (laughs) sense. And it continues to be funny, like until the end credits, which is something I super love because so many comedies like screech to a halt on the jokes to try to like have some feeling
0: yeah it, it's it's almost as if like they feel that they need to to have the movie be taken seriously and yeah. i don't think that's what they're looking for at all in wet hot american summer to be taken seriously um no
1: it's amazing
0: which is why it's just such a breath of fresh air and, and works so
1: it's also the most like we talk about sex comedies it's the most it's the least sexual and like the constant theme of it like Except yeah. that one scene where Bradley Cooper and Michael Ian Black have sex uh, <laughs> in the shed after they get like married.
0: Yeah. It's great. Uh, like
1: it's, yeah, but it's, it's like, like not a sexual movie.
0: Yeah. It's like in the back, like the aura of it. Like they're always, they're talking mm-hmm. about the jokes but like you never, yeah, it's never gets as graphic as you know a 40-year-old virgin or a risky business or th- anything like that where the sex is implicit yeah. or sausage party for that matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But that, that's just drawings, Davey. Those are just drawings having sex. So yeah. that's okay. Um, so take your kids to see sausage party. Um, anyway, um, Davey, do you want to recap your, your five? Uh, do you feel brave to rank them or are you just going to list your five?
1: Ooh, okay. Okay, Wet Hot, I'm going to go reverse order. Um, huh? Because I know my number one. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer, easily number one for yeah. me. Love that. Um, 40-Year-Old Virgin 2. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. This is all good. Wedding Crashers 3, Superbad 4, Forgetting Sarah Marshall 5.
0: Nice. So we our, our ones and our fives have both swapped. Uh, but our number twos are completely in order. I love it. Um, to be fair,
1: though, you can ask me that question in ten seconds from now and forget character maybe number two. <laughs>
0: um, do you have any honorable mentions that we didn't uh, that didn't make the list that you feel deserved to see the air? Brightsmaids.
1: Yep. Brightsmaids was like one of those early concept. Um, mm-hmm. um, Paul, how do you say his name? It's not Feige, like Kevin Feige. Paul it's, Feig. Yeah, Paul Feig. Um, it was like Paul Feig, and it was like an early. Or like earlier mainstream, like uh, women-led, raunchy comedy that was super funny. Melissa McCarthy, one of her breakout roles, where she just dominates and steals every scene she's in.
0: Yes, nominated for uh, an Oscar.
1: I don't. I don't know actually yep.
0: know either. <laughs> um, the screenplay was nominated. There's though.
1: no way she was nominated for an Oscar for that.
0: No, I don't think. It but I know that the screenplay was. <laughs> just so you know. Um, yes. Which is cool.
1: Well, it's like. Around that time, uh, The Hangover won the Golden Globe.
0: Yeah, it was a big time for, uh, you know, comedies of that, of this nature, like Kristen Wiig and um, who's your who's your writing partner, Annie, Annie Mumolo, something like that. Um,
1: Oh, didn't they just make um, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Davey, I have something incredible to tell you.
1: You've never seen Barb and go to Vista Del Mar?
0: Well, that. And also, Melissa McCarthy was nominated for Best Actress in a Supporting Role for Bridesmaids. I just wanted to confirm that. Like, <laughs> Holy kind of, cow. Because I feel like I knew That's that in the back of my brain. Crazy. But yeah, she was nominated. I feel like
1: comedies I mean. comedies and horrors are not respected. No, never. So that blows my mind. But 2011 for was her. the year, baby.
0: Um, but yeah, that was a big moment. I just didn't put it on mine because like... There's not like any, like, I guess there is sex in the movie, you know, but I just kind of think of it as like a comedy, I guess in my brain, but, but yeah, it's a great movie. Um, And yeah, I just watched that recently. Uh, Rewatched, I should say. Um, I have a few that I'd like to mention. I know that we already kind of mentioned um, book smart, but I wanted to sing the praises of that. Um, Olivia Wilde, which I, thought was going to have a promising career as a director but then i saw don't worry darling so i'm not sure come down flow yeah sorry chris pine i'm gonna spit on you um <laughs> uh, but book smart <laughs> is it. yep got him book is just a just a joy i enjoy that movie a lot um different perspective that we're used to seeing so i like that great cast beanie feldstein um
1: jason sudeikis,
0: <laughs> sudeikis is the uber driver yeah, great stuff, Caitlin Devers, I believe yes. Devers. Devers, um, that is great. I have to shout out just Animal House, you know, although it hasn't, aged yeah, well. it hasn't aged well by any means. Come but, on,
1: man,
0: you know, still That's iconic.
1: Untrue. Um, yeah,
0: some parts of it have have aged fine, I guess. Um, yeah, had to shout that out, um, and then Easy A. I had to shout out Easy A too because um, Easy A is a great movie. I like Emma Stone a lot. And I like seeing her at the center. And also, Penn Badgley. Spoiler alert for everybody.
1: Uh, he's Gossip Girl. Um, some of them really have any. I'm just thinking about some of them, like Revenge of the Nerds. Hmm. Yeah. Rough movie. Yeah, like see, pretty like those... sex comedies used to be pretty. Like this is generalizing, but pretty rapey and yeah, gross.
0: That's definitely it's definitely the case, and I feel like we've come a long way. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see. Um. You know what we get later this year with with Joyland or Joyride, um, which I'm looking forward wow. to. Sorry, I think Joyland's another movie. Um anyway, Joyride and Bottoms, which I'm really looking forward to. So uh
1: and then uh, I don't know if it's a sex comedy, but Theater Camp with um ben Oh Platt. yeah. Um yeah, that,
0: that looks really good as well. Um yeah. Awesome. Uh anything else? Any other thoughts on uh on sex comedies, on no hard feelings, anything yes. like that?
1: So, going back to Marguerite Moreau, um, Uh I'm 99% sure she's in a credit card commercial with Taylor Swift. Like, now? There's the scene where it's, like, at airports. Yeah, currently. Like, there's the – it's the commercial that shows, like, if you use this at, like, different airports or whatever, um, like, sign up for the Delta card or something – you might mean Taylor Swift and ta- it's like a Taylor Swift card thing. And then the first one, it's at like a coffee shop. And I swear Marguerite Moreau is the customer in the coffee shop scene of the Taylor Swift credit card commercial. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And that is my last sex comedies. Thought.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, join us next week when Davey comes back to talk Marguerite Moreau <laughs> hall of fame episode. Uh, uh, we'll yes, top, please. Top five performances. Um, Wet Hot and
1: Americans that, over Mighty Ducks 1, 2, 3, and I don't know anything. And either. the
0: credit card commercial, maybe.
1: Oh yeah, the, the Fab Five.
0: We'll see. Um, I'm not gonna do uh, not gonna do. You feeling lucky or any uh, filmography mm. updates this week? Because Jackson's not here. Um, but uh, we'll have him back next week. Uh, don't worry, he's not left the podcast. <laughs> He'll be back. Um, this was not a tryout for Davy, although if it were, he did an okay job. Thanks, nice, um, man. I do actually
1: have one last thought really nice. quick for you specifically yes um who played the who played the male lead in um no hard feelings with the 19 uh, year old andrew barth feldman andrew barth feldman we missed out a little bit because we stopped watching the show too early he's in high school musical the musical the series
0: which season season one um if so i'm gonna feel bad because i uh, watched that w- season
1: wikipedia didn't tell me and you know oh. i get all my news from wikipedia
0: Maybe he was. I don't know. I don't know when Dear Evan Hansen happened and where the High School Musical, the musical, the series began. Um, that's a bummer. We should watch that. The final season. That's This is how I want to end this episode. Good. Thank you for bringing this up. High School Musical, the <laughs> musical, the <laughs> series. is ending after four seasons this year. Um, so get your tissues ready. Start crying. You,
1: you, you kind of end on something to get the audience soft that's for all that a- sex talk.
0: That's right. I'm actually gonna end with this. Next week, Indiana Jones. Um, there might be some sex. I don't know. Has Harrison Ford still got it? We'll find out. Um, so t- tune in next week. Where uh um, Ask Callista. Ask Callista um or Allie McBeal. Um we will uh next week we'll review Dial of Destiny and uh then we will um talk about Indiana Jones movies. Should be great. Davey might come back on. I don't know. He likes Indiana Jones movies. We'll see.
1: Yeah, I love him.
0: Um, But Davey, thank you for uh, filling in last minute and talking sex comedies with me, brother. It was great.
1: I had a great time. It forced me to go to the theater and see a movie. I really loved it. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure.
0: I love when I can do that with you. Um, Hope to have a weird double feature with you again soon. Next time I'm in Bloomington or you're in Chicago.
1: Planes to Annie Hall again.
0: (laughs) Can we get any weirder than... The people know that you and I went to the blackening and the flash last week because we talked about it on the flash oh. episode. Um, I guess Barbie and Oppenheimer will be the, the next weirdest one. Yeah. So. Um, looking forward to that. Um, thanks again for listening, gang. We'll see you Friday. Jackson will be back Friday. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you then. Bye.
1: Bye. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.